Um, Taylor Swift got out a new song. I heard. <laughs> Have you heard the song? No, I wouldn't. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for asking. <laughs> I listen to it. It's called Look What You Made Me Do. Mm. I think it's a mild Kanye diss. Yeah, that's the word on the street. Yeah. Well, they say the album dropped on the 10-year anniversary of his mom's death. So right. Shots fired. Is it on the 10-year anniversary or just on the day that she died? I think Because it's November 10th. Good, it's, so maybe that's, that's where question. you got so the number 10 The 10-year anniversary, yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't think that she did that on purpose. No, I don't think so. That's just TMZ. <laughs> right. Mm. Taking but the Trump approach. If she <laughs> did, that's petty as um, what's interesting to me, though, is that it feels like she's using the negative headlines surrounding the feud she has with Kanye West to her advantage. But she previously said she'd very much like to be excluded from that narrative. Yeah, she's a liar. Yeah. I don't and I don't know why she's poking the bear. She's totally poking the well, bear right well, now. Well, didn't Kim give her the receipts last time? Yeah. Yeah. But she even argued that, like, I didn't... Um, what she said? She didn't know they were recording, or, right. or that's not exactly what I said. And even when you hear it, that's not exactly right. what I said. And well, like I on think some she's crazy, right? Shit. I Ooh. think she's kind of crazy. Taylor, yeah. Like I haven't seen somebody date so many boyfriends in such <laughs> a short period and start mm. making songs about each one of them. <laughs> that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Not every not every guy you date is fucked up. No. Maybe it's you. Perhaps. <laughs> and then. Um, now, Jennifer Lopez dates a lot of dudes. She marries a lot of dudes. No, she fucks a lot Combo, of guys. Okay. She does fuck a lot, but she marries a and lot of And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't mean right. that no, to be, but, but you I'll, know. Let me, let me clarify She's this. sexually liberated. No. She wants to get her shit off. And she there's a difference. Right. There's a difference. She's an info, but she marries. She doesn't just hop one boyfriend to the next. She mm. don't marry Taylor everybody. Swift. She's only well, married she, a couple people. She's married... Uh, she married Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Her baby daddy. Right. Um... Who's the other one? She didn't marry Ben P. Diddy. Affleck. P. Diddy. She didn't marry B. Diddy. But she was with them. She she they right. had a they had an extensive relationship. She will have long It wasn't just like, oh, I saw them hanging out for one week and then they left. <laughs> right. And here's a song. Right. <laughs> here's an album. Right. The problem with Taylor is that she'll <laughs> hang out with him for two weeks and is telling us about it. Girl, why don't you see where this goes first? Yeah. Right. So it's her and J Lo situation is totally different. She on I some agree. Instagram shit. Like, oh, look at what I ate. Like, Girl, nigga, we really don't care. We don't care about like, that. But but clearly people care about it because that's what she's using as fodder yeah. for her music. She's one of the biggest artists of all time. Right, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. Be, be, well, Kanye made her famous. Yes, he catapulted her career completely. Yeah. And, that, and, actually, was it Kanye or was it the Hennessy Kanye was drinking <laughs> <laughs> that, that night at the awards? You feel like Hennessy should get a cut of I every think, Taylor think, Swift album? I think right. Henny had something to do with that. Anything is he possible. Was, he, anything right. is possible. He was drinking that Hennessy <laughs> and he was like, fuck that, I'm going on stage. <laughs> fuck this white girl, I'm going up there. And then the rest is history. The rest is history. But you She's know, no longer a country singer anymore. That's true. And, and I think that she is kind of capitalizing off of this whole kind of her and Kanye like Kanye is the convenient you know villain villain Mm -hmm. in this moment and 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 when I heard about that both are attacking uh Kanye I don't think (laughs) Jay-Z attacked him but I will say this much though I have noticed that Kanye has been off the radar for what I would consider an exceptionally long time for Kanye. Well, you he's don't, working you don't, on the album right now with Kid Cudi, right? Is he? 
I, I think didn't that's know that. Let's see, I don't know that, but but I, I respect the fact that he's going away. Like, just let us well, breathe he was sick, for a minute. Right? He, he was, was sick. sick. He was and sick. And so I kind of feel like he's right. recentering himself. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's why I'm like I Taylor think, out you here don't poking know what his he bear. Doing. You don't know what he's doing. I don't. But I'm working on the greatest clothes of all time. And that's it. It's the fact that I don't know what he's doing. Like he's someone. I'm working on men heels. Men's are going to be in heels. I mean, because when you think about it, from the moment that he came on the scene. He hasn't really had a break because even when he's not making an album, mm-hmm. he's still making headlines. Like you, you've gotten a Kanye clip or quotable or citing at least once a week. I would say for the last ten years. So for him well, to have been tired. off, he's I tired. think he's tired. Because think he about it, a rest. when he's not touring, he's working on music. When he's right. not working on music, he's working on clothes and fashion. Right. Take a break, my dude. <laughs> Take a long vacation. Go live in a cave. Right. right. And right. just enjoy your man, life enjoy, a little man, bit. Man, you got two like, kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you you have a nervous breakdown. Daddy, don't kill me. <laughs> Th- that was crazy. He's like, man, I know you got them goons, man. I'm don't like, dude, you me, having Jay-Z. a fucking episode <laughs> like, on stage. And then leaves 20 minutes in like... I'm tired. Fuck y'all. It's like, excuse me? I just bought a ticket. That's been four hundred dollars. And you just dissed my favorite rapper and then said fuck me? Right, right. Fuck you. Speaking of Jay Z, did you guys watch his interview? Or listen to the podcast? Yeah, I I checked it out. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Did was there anything enlightening? Because I didn't see it either. It was very uh scripted. Okay. Mm. He had uh what, two years to work on these responses? Yeah, they were pretty scripted. Okay, mm. what what did you learn from it? Like, uh, I, he did talk about Kanye a little bit. Yeah, it, I mean, nothing you already don't know. Right. You know, like, yeah, Kanye knew he was wrong. He crossed the line. Right. We already knew that. <laughs> you talk about my wife and kids, yeah, you're going to be in the next song, bro. Right. <laughs> and he said he may have went too far by talking about it on the song as well. But Oh, he thinks so? Yeah, he said he shouldn't have put out that he gave him $20 million. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm. He's like, he shouldn't have put that out there in the... Yeah. in the ether so he was like he knew he shouldn't have did that but because Kanye did this he did that mm-hmm. mm. so wait a minute so wait a minute um, because I think when I heard that in the song I, I didn't 100% understand the context he gave him 20 be, uh, for, for title the title deal or I, I think I think just to do his album or whatever or Shit. like a deal like the deal they had No, I feel like it was a title deal it could have been a title deal yeah I think it was the title That's deal. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But mm. he took his shit off title. But I don't know sure why he did. gave him the 20 million. Who took his shit off? Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took his shit off title? It's going to open it to all platforms. He's going back to all platforms. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's smart. So well. It's not exclusive anymore. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be a court battle. Uh. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Amy Schumer, another white girl, is in the news. Mm-hmm. For what? A bad movie, another bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, she asked Netflix for more money when she learned that Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, or when she learned what they were getting paid. She's not as funny as them. Her, She's not. None of her. St- I, I'm, I'm going to be perfe- perfectly honest. I'm not hating. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's funny. You know what? I When I watched her old stand-up, not old, old, it was, you know, I think the one that kind of catapulted her career a little bit. I, la- I found myself laughing a couple of times. But it seems that now that she's more famous, she's less funny. But that's common, I think. But I, and, and this is going to be being, being an a-hole. Mm-hmm. I only remember one female comedian being, like, okay. funny. Like, Who? That me, you know, it was this, I forget her name, but she was on Def Comedy Jam back in the day. 
and her set had me crying as a dude. Really? Like laughing really hard. Adele Givens? No. When I was like, these big ass lips, your little ass dick, that's like giving a whale a tic tac. (laughs) No. She's very vulgar though, but this chick, you remember her? She was, she's really skinny. She got big teeth. Mm. And she, and she always goes, mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah. But her set, she did this, she told this joke. She said, she's like, some guy, you know, said he was going to, you know, go down on me, goes down on me whatever because he was running this game so she's like all right cool we'll go back to your house you said you're gonna go down on me she let him do it and she goes uh he goes down there for a, a, like a hot minute Uh-oh. and pop up and say yeah do me and she said do you what <laughs> she said i didn't say i was doing the goddamn thing <laughs> she's like so yeah i went down there and towed that shit up she's like i left scrape marks all over his dick i remember i remember, remember? I remember. And, and then she yeah, goes uh she goes and she did that joke at, at a show one time and this guy came up to her after the show like if a girl bite my dick i knock that bitch teeth out oh <laughs> and she's like see that's the ignorant brother because <laughs> she's like i can go anywhere in new york and get some new teeth <laughs> where you gonna get a dick from she's like chomp <laughs> that's funny I remember no, that there one. are female comedians that i've uh, i'll enjoyed. let you name three I, ellen I, DeGeneres. Ellen is funny. Ellen is legit Ellen is funny. funny. Like her, her stand up, I thought was hilarious. I thought so too. You know, she's decent. No, she's, she's funny. But she's, she's not funny. up there with the Chappelle, no. and Eddie Murphy. No. No, 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 and that's what I mean. Like, right. no, no, no. I she I Kevin been... Hart funny. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You out here throwing shots. Kevin Hart is legit funny. <laughs> not no he's more, had, bro. Not no more. But he's had he's had classic stand ups though. Let's be honest. Do you think they'll stand the test of time? Fuck yes. I think okay. I think seriously funny. That's that's top five for me. Okay. Of, of of favorite stand-ups. That shit, I, I will watch it today, know all the jokes, and will laugh at <laughs> them shit. Was that the he Comedy Central one, or once he... No, that was the one... Uh where where uh, he had Shaq and LeBron in the um in the in audience, the audience yeah. like that to me was when you could tell like okay he's about to take the fuck off you know what I'm okay, saying okay let me ask you a question I do thought you, that was legit do you think Amy Schumer is funnier than Chelsea Handler I've never seen Chelsea I Handler think, do stand up so. I think I've so. never seen, seen her do stand up and comedy is stand up is very different than just being funny Chelsea can have her moments but mm-hmm. but she's you, you you know she reminds me of a little bit she's like the woman Jessel Nick your guy like very, he's very sarcastic very dry you know and kind of no, dark I think they're Jessel Nick um, uh, is a beast but no no. But they both are like, no. they both feel like dark comedy to me. Like they mm. make you laugh by uncomfortable shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, che- I, I, that, not a good comparison. Chelsea does focus on trying to like the sarcasm and and dark yeah. things and trying okay. to like shock value kind of things. I, yeah, that's not a good comparison between her and. But are we being Amy. sexist? I feel like we've been sexist, but I kind of agree with you though because I'm trying to think of other female. I'm com- trying to too. I, I like, want that. I mean, I want. What's the What's the Asian lady everyone like with that was pregnant? Yeah, I don't know her name. I did not find. I, I didn't find that, that was funny. not. And, funny. I, and every girl's like, "No, go home. No, watch tonight. It's not right. funny. You listen, Omar. Listen, <laughs> listen. Go home. Watch her tonight, Omar. She's so funny. No. Right, you're gonna right. all, You're gonna end up in the hospital from laughing so much. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like. <laughs> I would be better off watching paint dry on the wall. <laughs> she was just like not it wasn't funny, funny right, yeah, right at all. You know like, who's 
to me, not that funny stand up, but I think he is a very talented person. Aziz, I'm sorry. I don't think he's that funny. I stand-up. think he's hilarious. No, stand up. I don't is think not his last. Good. I don't think his last one was a out the park. Yeah, but he has some funny ones. Yeah, like I think he's talented. You gotta watch what you gotta watch. Here's the thing. I think there are some shows he missed, but some like he knocks it out of the park. Okay, like when I saw him live, mm-hmm. and he oh. was done with his set, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was in Chicago, and he just came up and just off the top, just mm-hmm. had people mm-hmm. crying, laughing, yeah. just talking about Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I come to Chicago, and, and I do this show. And he's like, I know you're not impressed by my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. United Center, Game 6, Michael Jordan. <laughs> so my jokes aren't impressing you. Like, and he was just like going off the top. Right. And they were like, this is awesome. Yeah. But I think his last few... And, but I think now I wouldn't I wouldn't put him at the top. Right. Right. You know, I think he's just gotten so much press that I'm like, eh, I didn't find him that funny. But I love Master of None. So it's his stories. Right. When he tell the stories of the mm-hmm. celebrities and mm-hmm. he give you a peek like his stories are really they said are true. OK. When he tells the stories about like him hanging out with celebrities like. Mm-hmm. When he said he was hanging out with Jay Z and Kanye, do you remember that <laughs> I story? Think I remember that one, Wasn't yeah. he in a video with them? Yeah, he was in the uh, the Otis. Right, he was in the Otis right. video. He sure was. But that was a true story. It was like when he was hanging out with Jay Z and Kanye, and mm-hmm. and he was telling the story about that, mm-hmm. and then the other story where he said he was, uh, they randomly asked him to come up and open up for Seal. Yeah. And he said he didn't know what to do. So he just went, you remain my pop. He started singing the song. And he said, Seal runs from the back and grabs the mic from him. Like, okay, wait. So they wanted him to tell jokes before Seal Yeah, before Seal came up. Before Seal came up. And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but okay. And he went up there like, there's so much I'm going to tell me. That's ignorant. You. <laughs> and he said seal ran from the back oh my god the mic. <laughs> which is they didn't even have his pants on <laughs> he's, he's like, like don't ever do that don't again. ever do that shit I wasn't even ready to I come out I almost murdered you <laughs> oh, I'm man. the only one that can do this song I heard that that um that uh uh who's that uh, Chappelle and, and Chris Rock mm-hmm. I heard that they tore it down you know they've been at radio music uh, hall yeah have they yeah who's like, funnier who's funnier Chris Rock oh, or uh, Dave Chappelle? Uh, Chappelle. Chappelle. Chappelle is yeah. funnier. Really? But, down. but Chris Rock, though, has had... Okay, now now if we're going to go... Chris in terms Rock makes of, me okay, think more. Now, if we're going to talk about their actual specials, mm-hmm. Chris Rock has had funnier specials. He's had more. Like, he's consistent he's had as more. fuck. Yeah. I mean, but, but, like, more, like, even in the funny ones. Because I'm going to tell you, Dave Chappelle wasn't really that funny in his earlier years. Like... He, he got good. I see some of his early shit, and it's like, Well, nah. Richard Pryor was the same way, so. Nigga, I, speaking of which, Richard Pryor, I, I, they put something on Netflix, and I was like, oh, vintage Richard Pryor. I watched it. When I say I have never seen something as painfully unfunny as this shit, like to the point where 
he knew he was tanking. Like, I was like, one, why are y'all Dude. even recording this? Dude. Two, why hasn't the Sandman come up? Why did you post it, it on Netflix? But, and three, why is anybody even allowed? When I, like, when I say I did not laugh, I only watched it and allowed it to go through because I was like, this can't be real. Like, or at some point, he's going to heat up. Like, or at some point, he's going to be like, ha ha, I was joking you, you the know whole time. Right. You know when he got funny? Oh, when Paul go. Mooney started writing for him. Here you go. And you know same what? Thing that, Eddie Murphy. That same thing case. with Eddie Murphy. Same thing with Eddie Murphy. That may be. have been the no, case. No, no, it was the same thing. Was it was the same thing funny. for Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy wasn't funny so wait a until he started linking up with Paul Mooney. Wait a minute. Is this like... The, like the best rapper you can't be considered the best rapper if you have a ghostwriter. Mm. can they be be considered the greatest if they're not writing their now own that's jokes? interesting that's that's a good question um i think that's the like the chicken or the egg right sure right because is it ju- because delivery is incredibly a, important it, right because i as much as i enjoyed the jokes that paul mooney writes i don't really find him funny Mm. Like right. watching him, perform. right? But you would watch the Chappelle show and like this shit's funny as hell, right. right? And that was Paul Mooney and what's the other dude, Bill Burr, right? Right. <clears throat> now Bill Burr, I think is he's hilarious. Funny. He's he's he's, funny. he's incredibly underrated. Like I mean, I, I think he gets respect, is, but I think people be sleeping on how I, funny he I is. I listened to his podcast. I I, didn't, I wasn't in, enjoying it much. But who's the other white guy who wrote for Dave Chappelle? Um, Brennan, 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 something. Mike yeah. Brennan. Yeah, yeah, he's like hilarious. That. Yeah, I thought he was funny too. Yeah, but uh-huh. no. Um, when I heard the Amy Schumer story, at first I was like, "Girl, sit down." Girl, bye. Girl, bye. <laughs> sit <laughs> your five dollar ass down <laughs> before I make change. Um, but then I found out that she wasn't saying that she deserved as much as them or that she, she was just as wanted funny. a raise yeah like there's no <laughs> way i'm you know with as much money as i'm bringing on in the dollar, right. she's like you know let me get that which dollar. i respect it and they ended up giving her more money yeah, and yeah. so um for i mean some, she, for some less funny shit i mean look <laughs> i'm not saying that they got the jay cutler deal <laughs> <laughs> i hate y'all oh lord <laughs> that is funny you um, know and I, and I actually respected that she even came out like to set the record straight because yeah. she didn't even right. want that heat because right. she knew oh, it like, came. oh no I ain't she's black, like no black twitter was on 30 <laughs> like, she's no like wait, wait 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 a minute wait a minute it's not I don't, what need, I, said. I don't need y'all outside my house with tiki torches and shit <laughs> god damn it Do you know what would be really funny is if twitter wanted to troll trump it's just I don't if, know why they haven't if all of the stuff he tweet just comes out in spanish <laughs> <laughs> That would be stupid. He wouldn't and even no get it. no one can understand it. He wouldn't. Yeah, he just a not few people. get it. Just a That's few people. Funny. He would just get mad. He wouldn't even know the, the irony. Or just it. never post. <sighs> but he thinks it's, it's only showing up. Right. they only go on his face. <laughs> And he's like, where are my likes? <laughs> Why am I not getting retweets? <laughs> I can see him calling Twitter. I can see him typing Twitter. Twitter help. It the help. Right. My tweets are not getting likes. <laughs> that dude. Please help me. Please help. This is sad. Something else. Oh God! He just pardoned uh, that Joe Shapiro guy, or mm. what was his last name? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think you just named the uh, Judge Shapiro. <laughs> <motherfucker>. <laughs> Listen, I'm I, like judges is out here getting <laughs> they out here getting going to jail. You know, he's like a sheriff in Arizona who was illegally target targeting immigrants, mm. and a judge sentenced him to go to prison. And Trump was like, "No." Nah, and then he came out and thanked Trump. Right. But, right. you know what? Let's Chris move off to Trump. Service. Let's move off the Trump train. <laughs> I, I was, it was just a random thought I had in my head. Like, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for April Fool. I don't know. He's exhausted. 
Um, oh, okay. So obviously most of you have noticed that Brittany's not here. So I got the guys with me. So I thought um, I wanted to know, actually, Brittany could probably weigh in on this, but what are your thoughts about the Cleveland Celtics trade? That would be funny if uh, we just called Brittany. Like, hey, Brittany, uh, we got you on the phone. <laughs> She's in New <laughs> got a New question Orleans. for you. And right. I know you bought a pool on Bourbon Street or whatever the hell you're doing right. down there. But can you answer this question? You know. Have you been following it? Yeah, I have been following it. But okay. I really don't care. Because mm. uh, <laughs> those teams have nothing to do with me. But I, I'll share the little bit. You're not light. A, f- a, f- a Cleveland fan? No. Were you a Golden State fan? I do like Golden State, but this has nothing to do with well, Golden State. Just meaning, like, were you uh, anti? <laughs> we're not. Were you? I'm yeah. not Britney, goddammit. Yeah. You're not getting ready to yes. come at me. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, here's the thing. I think it was, I, I didn't like the burning of the jersey of Isaiah Thomas. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't his decision to be traded. Yeah. And I know Kyrie wanted to leave, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh. Right. It is what it is. That, that was his business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. Giving another person what they wanted. Right. Who do you think got the better deal? Isaiah. No, meaning Celtics or Cleveland? Cleveland. Cleveland? By far? Yeah, because I th- I think Kyrie's decent. I think Isaiah Thomas is definitely going to put up the points mm-hmm. with LeBron. Mm-hmm. And then you got Mr. Glass on the bench. So I think they have a pretty <laughs> good uh, chance of <laughs> really being a contender. <laughs> That's so great. But now, now, now that is actually going to be interesting though, because yeah. they can fuck around. Boston and, was and, good last year. Yeah, and and a lot had to do with him. But you know, they could run if they wanted to be playful. Like they could have um, uh, LeBron at power forward, and then they could run both Isaiah Thomas and uh, Derrick Rose. Right. You just have shooters out there, man. It, uh, man. They could put all the shooters quick, out there. Oh man, they'd be fast. Because LeBron as shit. could actually, yeah, he could definitely run power forward, or he can play center. Like, right, and well, and he can they can just just load it up with shooters. Yep. Right. According a bunch to of fast ESPN, people. though, the it might be on hold. The Cavs are about, still evaluating Isaiah Thomas' injured hip following Friday's physical and are weighing their options regarding the completion of the deal. Mm. So. It might it might not even happen. That, so well, maybe they'll send Dwayne Wade over there. I could see that happening. I if don't think don't Dwayne Wade is going to stay any longer than this next season. Well, no, no, no. I mean, he's he's totally going to go there next year. Yeah, but he's going to be in Chicago this season because right. he wants that twenty four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you think he put out there? I got twenty four million reasons to stay in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> and like, exactly. I'll see you guys on State right. Street. Um, <laughs> do you think LeBron is going to stay in Cleveland after this year? Yeah. Because where else he going to go? He's going to retire from there. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, he ain't got nowhere. The owner is so super, trash. He's going to want to be celebrated in Cleveland. So yeah. he's going to retire. Yeah. I and mean, he can go out and do and some other that. stuff, too. I think mm-hmm. there's so much more he wants to do besides play basketball. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. You could tell. He may be done in another year or two. And just really? like you, you can just tell. Like, he's prepping to do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he should. Like, he's, right. so, he's so much more talented than he is. Off court, mm-hmm. like you think he's he, more talented off court than yeah. Off-court. He's he's doing so much. Like yeah. he is amazing off mm-hmm. the court. Yeah, okay. he's one of my favorite basketball players off the court. Mine too, yeah. by far. Like uh, just the things he he's doing and he continues to do, and he's he's speaking out, gets injustice, and he's all about equality. He's he's a great, well-rounded guy, and I never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. 
and and you don't hear anything bad about him, right? You know, I mean, like he really doesn't the get the blemish. props he should. He, he doesn't, doesn't get the props he they, should. Why, they talk about uh, Steph Curry and his wife all the time, but LeBron he and his skin. wife are so he light cute. Because he's light Fuck skin. that shit. That's what it is. Savannah is. My skin is black. <laughs> My, My skin, skin is yellow. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that is. Yeah, that's true. Um, Fuck the media. <laughs> fake right. news. Fake news. Fake, fake news. news. That's what it is, man. Isn't that one thing we can agree on with Trump as black people? <laughs> Is <laughs> the media get the fake the news? <laughs> you were right about that, man. <laughs> yeah, fake news, fake news, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> That's one thing we can agree on. There's some fake ass news. It's out a there. lot of fake ass news. Portraying black people a certain way, fake news. Get him, like, Trump. Get him, Trump. <laughs> Shut up. I hate the commanding chief, baby. Give, don't give him no I'm props. I'm giving him the props he deserves. <laughs> he don't deserve <laughs> shit. Be like them two black women and shit that always be talking about. Trump. <laughs> be like that black dude. Black Black for Trump. Yo, have you heard about him? <laughs> that the dude with the side? Yes. Like, like he got some serious shit in his background. Like, like what? Man, what Let was me it tell they said he was doing? No, like, he was uh, he was charged with like uh, conspiracy to commit murder. Jesus or something. Christ! Yes. Like, hold yes. up, you know something was wrong with him. That nigga looked like he got a, a Jerry curl that dried up. <laughs> And he didn't fucking hit his shit again with the with the with the perm, and he just laughed it like that. And, and he then, was laughing the whole time. It's like, dude, nobody's telling jokes. The people that are next to you aren't even talking. I'm like, like Who you, are you psychopath, at? right? Just just smiling, holding the sign, like nigga, I'm getting fifty dollars for this shit. Because you know they also is, they put up um um uh, ad ads on Craigslist. Well, like, see, people I, were posting that, but I didn't know how true it was. I, I think it I was don't true. think it's real. That dude's yeah. crazy. He, he would show up at any rally. He goes to a lot of them rallies though. Yeah, he. Mm. Looks Looks like he, nigga. It says black for up, Trump. He shows up to anything <laughs> that alone. That's against anything. Like right, he's there front and center with mm-hmm. a sign. He remind me of this dude I saw the other day. I was I went to um, I had like a doctor's appointment. I left the doctor and I went down and had lunch outside. Like I was just on this um, patio or whatever. But the patio is on the street. And I saw this black dude. Now, mind you, I'm in downtown Chicago. It's all white people I'm sitting around. And so this black dude comes walking along, and he is cussing somebody the fuck out. There's is no, he on the phone? There's no one there. There's mm. no phone call. Mm. There's not a person in sight. He is screaming at this person. And the people around me are mortified. Like, they are scared for their oh, really? lives. I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> this is not funny though, because I yes, feel bad. Like he's he's got <laughs> mental issues. We're all literally. going to hell. Anyway. Look at that shit was so funny, and I'm I think I was more entertained by the people who were scared. I'm like, girl, bye. He ain't gonna bother He's you. Gonna so, so two He's things. He's arguing to that. with a ghost. <laughs> well, two things to that. Because sometimes I wonder, what if there's another person <laughs> in some undisclosed location about four or five hundred miles away that is hollering back at him, <laughs> and they are having a telepathic like arguing <laughs> match? Right. <laughs> it's another. So, it's, so, we calling them crazy, so and, secretly, they're, and they're telepathic. They're, secretly, they're the smartest of us. They all. are the smartest <laughs> because they've tapped into someone else, and they're like, "Why won't this person shut up?" And somebody else is walking down the street like dude you shut the fuck up (laughs) and they don't realize that they have a psychic connection so that's a but then b to that i'm actually surprised that the white people were afraid no it was a ton who didn't give a fuck okay okay because that's because that's what i'm getting at i see crazy shit sometimes (laughs) and white people have gotten themselves in this 
Jedi kind <laughs> of Zen place where they ignore and they're, they're crazy shit. They're in their bubble and, you know, they're getting their lattes mm-hmm. and crazy <laughs> shit is happening. I think I said that on this podcast once. Uh, I don't know if I did or if I just shared it with you all personally where I'm sitting inside of a Starbucks one time and this dude walks right in. He sits right in the middle of the Starbucks yeah. and starts like looking. He just got this look. And, and then I hear him under his breath saying, motherfuckers. <laughs> These motherfuckers, y'all don't know who y'all dealing with, these motherfuckers. And I hear him under his breath, right? And so, you know, I'm sitting there on my laptop, and I look up, and I see this nigga, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, here we go. He stands smack dead in the middle. Now, this Starbucks is packed. It's Mm. people all around, Mm -hmm. and everybody is, like, oblivious. I'm the only one that's paying this dude attention. Any mind. Now, all I'm thinking is, okay, see, y'all ignoring him now Mm -hmm. until he pulls something out of that trench coat or goes and you know charges somebody then all of a sudden it's like oh my god he came out of nowhere the <laughs> fuck he didn't he was sitting there for five ten minutes giving y'all the warning and y'all was sitting here ignoring the shit so i'm like okay you know what let me go ahead and be very proactive mm. so i i i am look i got my laptop i just push it a little bit in front of me and i start making eye contact with him and it was funny because he knew i was looking at him mm-hmm. and 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 i like when i say i did not break eye contact with the dude for like two three minutes because i needed him to know nigga i see you i see you i see friend. you and the moment you try some shit i'm on your ass like i literally i shit you not i, I made direct eye contact i was doing just like this you know with the head too right right and i kid you not he sat there for about another like maybe 30 40 seconds and then he walked over to the side and then left right mm-hmm. and so i'm sitting there and i'm thinking like okay did i do was i on some hero shit was i an avenger just <laughs> did then? i save the did day did i just save everybody up was in this I, bitch was and i they eddie don't murphy and mcdowell's <laughs> it was sam jackson like that's what i was but actually it was an alternative ending the guy was waiting outside for you to come out there to catch some <laughs> hands hey 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 plot that twist what if he was out there waiting <laughs> like, like in a fight stance <laughs> 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 he got tired of waiting <laughs> like, <laughs> meet me outside. Right, right. That's a possibility. Oh, but the, but the, the dude shit. at the Trump rally, right, with the with the bad Jerry curl, or used to be a Jerry curl. <laughs> it ever was. Back in the 80s, the it was curl. a Jerry curl. You cannot curl. trust the nigga with a dry curl. <laughs> he reminds me, it, like when you grew up in the inner city, there would always be that one strange dude that would be doing work out of his garage, and it was just a bunch of TVs and old radios and <laughs> VCRs and shit. <laughs> And he's just back there fixing on the shit, but he's not selling it. He's right. just working on it. Why do you right. have all that? <laughs> and he's just collecting garbage up and down that. Bicycle That's what he wheels me of. and shit. And he reminds me of that dude where he just saw something on TV like, shit, you mean there's no black people there for Trump? Right. <laughs> Let, Let me make do, a sign. Let, Let me, me make right. a sign. Let me As he's watching his black and white TV with right. no knives on it, he got the vice grips <laughs> clamped. To the to the VHF, the, the, the VHF. Oh, that's old thing. school. He's like, I better get down there. That's crazy because wait a minute. I better get down. Have we have we all experienced that? Is that a universal thing that if you're over a certain age, you've had a television where the knob came off and you had to use some pliers in order yes. to turn that our bitch? ages? Yes, I'm trying to think of the. But that's crazy that we've all, maybe that's a black thing. We've all had that experience. No, I think everybody We've all had the pliers where it's like, fuck it, man, I'm about to, 
where you just gotta, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's oh, yeah. some, you know, For what sure. do they say in those memes? Uh, kids, kids these days will never know. They'll, They'll never know understand. the struggle of turning the channel. <laughs> <laughs> you, if, if you Antennas, had to turn that channel, nigga. you would not touch it again for the rest of the day. Right, right. Listen, I saw some meme that cracked me up because it was like this this weird math thing, like this math tool is supposed to teach kids how to read math. And the meme said, if you don't know what this is, you're too young for me or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then the, the caption underneath was like, I must be super old because what in the super fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and because I was thinking the same thing, like I've never learned math on no shit like that. Right, I've right. never seen that. You know that what's fucked life. up? When was the last time you see somebody with a T-square? A what? Mm. A T-square. Right. What's a T-square? You know, it was like, like that, the protractor type joint. Oh, yeah. Not the protractor. That's something different. But Uh-oh. a T-square <laughs> is like the big wooden thing, and it has like the black bar on the top of it that they use like for, like you use it for like drafting. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's just a long that is, that is piece of wood. If I yeah. Google it, I'll, I'm sure yeah, I'll recognize it. Or, you know, protractor. You, do they still use protractors? I don't know. I used and to use compasses. Y'all remember compasses? I do. I hated yeah, all I that shit. I fucking hated that shit. Why do you say compass? Compass. It's, it's compass, right? Compass. 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 Yeah. I mean, compass. you're probably saying it right because it's sure, an O. I don't know. Compass. <laughs> it's uh, an, I don't know. an O. It was like that guy <laughs> saying Hammett. Is it Hammett? <laughs> 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 I don't know. What that is. <laughs> what was that off of? That's that the the stand ups. Remember. When he's like, when he went into Walmart, oh, and he right, wanted to buy right. a hammock. Right. And he's like, he goes to the guy and like, hey, man, you guys have any hammocks? And the guy was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and he's like, am I saying it wrong? And he's like, maybe it's hammocks. <laughs> he's like, do you have any hammocks? And the guy's like, oh, no, we had a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a thing. All right, y'all. We finna get in this topic. Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana, and we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything love and relationships. I'm here with our special guests, Omar, <coughs> Omar, I almost called you Omaha Jones, Omar Jones. Hi, it's Brittany. This is, <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all. Uh, calm down, and, um. AKA Trollmar, what's <laughs> up, where you at? <laughs> yes, the lovely Trollmar. Um, I think Brittany's on vacation, right? She's she is. In, she is in New Orleans. Yes. I thought she was in the Dales. <laughs> no, she is not in oh. the Dales. And our other special guest, uh, the know-it-all himself, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the greatest host of all time, Mr. Isaac Paul. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. It is a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Lovely to have you. Thank Did you. Did he just put his radio voice on? Of course. You heard it got a little deeper, <laughs> right? It dropped, it, it dropped a few. Always. Like, it got a little sexy. Three Good afternoon, everyone. Lower. That's how Good he afternoon, does it. ladies. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brittany is on this, on this they girl's wet? trip. Actually, Brittany and all of my friends are on this girl's trip. Uh, so I guess you ain't one of the girls. I guess you one of the guys you know this weekend. I oh, please. you got left off bad and bougie player. Then I guess we need to go get on some bitches then. If if, if, so if, if they on the girls' trip, we need to do some guy shit then tonight. Let's go no, get on these hoes. I'm going to pass on that. Um, but no, it looks like they're Where the hoes at? Did y'all see that meme? What it dude was like, he's like, man, I don't know if I sent it to y'all. The guy's like, 
man, my my girlfriend getting mad because, you know, my guy sends me a text message. She's like, yo, where the hoes at? And so I'm like, yo, man, the hoes is over here. She gonna get mad at me and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I don't care, man. If it's a group of hoes together, man, those the hoes, you know? <laughs> He's like, I don't care if it's Oprah. He starts naming all these prominent women like, yo, if they in the group, man, them the hoes right there, oh you know? Oh, my God, saying? that is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, the name of this episode... You ever had your wallet from a hooker? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the only way. I hate you. I hate you. Let me ask you a question. Would you put your... Have you ever put your wallet under the part of the mattress you're sleeping on when you with a hooker? (laughs) Mm. First of all, have you been with a hooker? I mean, what are you, the police? (laughs) (laughs) What are you, the feds? Are you you recording this? (laughs) As a matter of fact, yes. Um, Random, have you ever sent a hooker out for cocaine and she not come back? (laughs) He is troll-marring me right now. I can't. Anyway, Do you give the hooker (laughs) the money up front or after? Omar. No, these are just questions you may have to pass down these are not to your children one questions day. Questions that anybody you gives so. a shit about. And do you have to ask them if they're a cop first or after? I don't think ever at all. Okay, just ask. I'm asking important questions. See, a lot of people are afraid to ask these important questions, but let's be honest. Hookers exist. They absolutely it's exist. And back pages. And I'm just trying to, if we can educate our listeners, I think this could be the best for all of us. Okay, if Omar, to. if you want to talk about hookers, let's talk about hookers. <laughs> no, we can get to the topic. Okay. I just, I you just talk about hookers? Thoughts. Let's talk about hookers. Okay. <laughs> I want to know if it is normal for men to get at one point in their life to hire a hooker. Ooh, is that's this a topic? good question. That is not the topic, but this nigga wants to talk sure. about hookers. I'm going to ask a legit this a, question. That's a good question. Yeah. At one point in every man's life. Define hooker. <laughs> Define teammates. A, a woman that you pay, or or man or transgender that you pay for um, sexual, sexual favors. See, and this you is, pay money this is for where it gets interesting. Sexual um, favors. Because I feel like. A lot of, tr- a lot of, okay, so in other words, a transaction occurs no, before sex No, a happens. monetary transaction. Yeah, I'm not a talking monetary about, transaction. I ain't talking about, yes, you bought the girl dinner and then y'all had sex. That's not what I'm talking about. What's the difference? Really? I bought a ring, then you I take, can have sex wait, a whole bunch of times. <laughs> no, no, but put it like this. A lot of girls wait three dates, mm-hmm. four dates before they have sex, so that's three dinners. If you look at what that they adds up to, see how much money you're gonna spend. If like, you look at what like, that adds up to. Let's be honest, because look, do you remember? Do you remember that one show that we had where the woman was like, "Oh, me and my queens, you not taking us on no uh, Groupon date." Like, she had an issue with the date being a Groupon date, and it's like, right, yo, right. Groupon's got that. the coldest shit. They but do. you basically saying, "I can't fuck with you if you were willing to get a discount and mm. taking me out," which means that in her mind, she placed a, a monetary amount on what she thought on her the, value on the was yeah, on, on the, experience. the experience. You know what I'm saying? So in that regard, mm. she might not have realized it, but she was acting a little hookerish. Okay. I'm not going to call See, her a hooker. You kind of did, though. But, yeah, but, but you, you were wearing a hooker's uniform, right? He was wearing a hooker's uniform. He was wearing a hooker's uniform. From the female community, is it frowned upon if a guy were to, or hired or a uh, professional? Ooh. Um, I think it depends on the woman and her, uh, quote, self-righteous level 
for okay. you know for example so it, and i'm not talking about like a street hooker yeah like, that's that's, that's the next level that. if you in a in a truck <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 i just need her for for 10 I'm minutes i'm talking about a professional you're talking about hustle and flow right nah that's some next level type shit um if someone hired an escort in his past um, I think I think I would be a little bit put off by it, mainly because of my age. But like I've watched, have you ever watched Law uh, and Order SVU? Mm-hmm. No, oh. I hate that show. But go ahead. Whatever. It's anyway, awesome. so the the police chief, not the police chief, he was the the captain of okay. their department or whatever, and they had him do this undercover thing where you know these hook the escorts or whatever were he had to take one out. And so after the fact, he ended up confessing that as an older man, he just he enjoyed the companionship and and trying to find that in a conventional way was difficult. And so I think at a certain point in my life, I wouldn't judge. But at 33, if you in your early 30s, I would be like, all right, dude, why did you feel the need to have to do that? That would be very odd to me. Do you guys find anybody in your age group that needs to or has gone down? I'm not saying needs Here's to. Here's the thing. You, you, you're paying the hooker to leave. <laughs> not <laughs> to stay. That's the difference. It like, really it is. It, it, Damn, that's deep. You're, uh, that's really deep, though. You, you don't really think want about the it. attachment. You right. want them to uh, peace out. Like, when you're dating someone, like, yeah, you can, yeah. Like, you can have sex with anyone, right? Sure. And you got to put in the work. You got to do all that. You got to buy the dinners. Mm-hmm. You got to run game. You got to do all this other shit. With mm-hmm. a hooker, you're just like, hey, I just want to smash, and here's some money. See mm-hmm. you later. Now, okay, so with that logic, if I were to meet a really successful man who is incredibly busy, and it was like, I don't have time to date. I am. I travel the world. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. If he did that just for some quick companionship, and, and it's some high end type shit, like you know, like a high end male yeah, escort. Exactly. We do go. Mad- to, same we, thing. Yes. Same difference. I probably wouldn't judge him as much, just because it makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes. I'm a little sense, bit more. But but I think but, but what you just though. did was you just justified it based off of the person's economic level. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like yes. it, it makes I sense, did. which which is crazy because, and this isn't even to just put you on an island. I think society does that. There are things that we accept from, you know, successful uh, financially, people, people in a certain class. wealthy, right? Like mm-hmm. they can do that thing, but if you broke, nigga, no, you need to be in a relationship. No. Because you know the thing saying? is, like, because the wealthy tell the poor people what to do. Well, that. Mm. But then, if you're poor, why are you pay, bro? You don't have money to be paying for hoes. You need. But we to buy just, Jordans. You don't have money no, no, no. for that shit. <laughs> oh no no no, <laughs> nigga. He got he got enough money to get the kind of hooker he can get with the money he got. You know what I'm That's saying? So it may not be the same quality. Anybody wants, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be get the crack kid. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. Would you just like rich people get better crackhead for two bags? Say that again. Would you frown upon him if he smashed a crackhead for two bags? But he's a successful businessman now. Yeah, no, that's not. That's not gonna. That's not gonna fly. They call her Tootsie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today's topic, because I have you, lovely gentlemen, is called Men Logic. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we're already on point. Right. 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 We already started. started. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let's it run with it. <laughs> I think it should have been called Gentleman Logic. Okay. Mm. Um, all right. Well, logic. according to Urban Dictionary, man logic is a state in a man's mind where no one else but him understands any reasoning behind his actions. Mm. These reasons seem perfectly valid to the man. They can be anything from a reason that he's angry to a reason that he beats the crap out of somebody. Mm. Now, qu- question. So um, this is like wait a minute, Steve wait a minute, Harvey, right? Like, How many thumbs up and thumbs down did that definition get? Just oh, so I we don't can know. know. How do I find that? Oh, well, oh, don't worry about it. Oh. I, I thought it? you were on uh, Urban, Dictionary? Urban Dictionary. No, I wrote this, it down. this is Sometimes like the Steve Harvey bullshit, thing, right? Uh, what you mean? Where, what was the book he did? Think like a man, yeah. cheat like a woman, act or like, something like that. Act like a <laughs> <laughs> think like a man, act like a woman, think like a man. Something like the same difference. Yeah, shut your ass. Cheat like a woman. Yeah, so ignorant. But I think, yeah, I, I do agree with that. With that logic? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it makes sense because men are very barbaric. We're conquerors. Not all men, though. Y'all like to just kind of lump everybody. If, if, but I think if a man's not, is he really a man? Yes. Sometimes your man could be a lady boy. Okay. All right. Do you <laughs> do you think only using logic and reason in relationships can be harmful to creating lasting partnerships? Now you said logic and reason? Yes. Like if as a man, like that's what you define yourself as. Like I use logic and reason, reason to make all of my decisions. Do you think just focusing on that can keep you from having a successful relationship? I don't think everyone's logical, though. Mm. I think. Men so, included. Uh, men included. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think a lot of men are just clueless. I think most men are clueless, like when it comes <laughs> to relationship. But I think we're logical on, on everything else. Mm. Okay. But I think when it comes, you know, like. But they try to then apply that to relationships. So it's like when if here's here's an example. Men forget birthdays, <laughs> holidays, if they're going on vacation. Their own birthday. Their own birthday. <laughs> like. They'll remember when the game come on, though. They, for they sure. They can give you the stats for baseball and I'm basketball and football, right. but they forget everything one. else. Right. I can ask y'all a question right now about somebody's stats. Y'all read it all. Yeah, so it's like, you know, some things are just absent, and I think it's just, and I just think just some information is being blocked somehow. No, I mean, but you, you have, But you will come across a guy, though. Where he remembers the birthdays, mm-hmm. he remembers the vacation days. He chooses to though, and but he knows nothing about sports. He's That's never played true. a sports in his life. <laughs> he never, he's never been athletic. There are men who can do both. He shops at Zara. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> wears leather pants in the summertime. You are giving him your blanket. <laughs> okay. He cries in his bedroom <laughs> listening to emo music. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking the weekend. And shit. He's like the weekend. <laughs> Party next week. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Oh, Rick Never going to run around and hurt <laughs> you. <laughs> never gonna give never gonna give that, that's, that's good thank you you're welcome and I'll be here next Tuesday and Wednesday's wall if you want to tip your bartenders last show tip your um, bartenders Isaac Paul two drink your, minimum what are your thoughts on that on man logic yeah I mean I think it's a real thing um, but but when it comes to the question that you just asked about um what was the exact question? It was that. Do you think only using logic and reason in relationships can be harmful? To yeah, you? I mean, clearly. Um, but but I do agree with Omar where I think that even people that claim that they only use logic and reason are generally lying, you know, because 
we all have emotions, you know, um, and how do I put this? Like, we all have emotions and we f- it, it, it all it all depends upon how we filter those emotions. So we may recognize that the emotion exists, mm-hmm. but then we may still make a decision. No, but I'm going to do this. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, there are people who I, th- I think it's more dangerous when you don't use your logic because emotions can be very irrational. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important because it's what adds the the substance and the color to your life. Mm-hmm. But I think that it it it's 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 mystical almost, you know. And life cannot be run purely off of emotion. If if you run out of here off of every emotional impulse, if if I was led because of my emotional impulse, but I'm just saying, like I would have killed mm. probably twenty people this week (laughs) if I was just run purely by emotions right Right. like you know that moment where someone walks in your office and they say some crazy shit and just in a minute you just was like oh my god I want to smash this person's head against the wall like (laughs) uh, you know is it that dramatic is that the thought process you you can do it in your mind though but you you can can do do it in in your mind mind, right like Like, I mean yeah we've all killed some people in our minds three times (laughs) right like I mean and not to sound like you right right like yeah I mean like no I got one for you traffic right like someone cuts you off traffic or they do something and in that or like you're driving down a two-way street that's Mm -hmm. like doesn't have the line and an asshole that's coming towards you is in the middle of the street like nigga are we playing chicken i I damn they gotta get on the sidewalk (laughs) so that you can drive past me in that moment i want to whip the car around (laughs) pop the trunk pull the tools out you know what i'm saying but i digress (laughs) and i say you know what ike Life in jail ain't gonna work for me because I'm about five foot nine, hundred and forty five pounds. You know what's crazy though? You're gonna do a welterweight. You can. I'm a welterweight. Hands. You know what I'm saying? I mean, throw hands. yeah, but when when Brutus and them niggas is like, yeah, Brutus. Nigga. No, ain't nobody got time for that, right? So I'm I'm not built for jail, right? So logic is supposed to reign supreme. So I think a logical person, they say that they're logic, but they're not only using logic. Mm-hmm. They're using logic to act as a filter for their emotions. Yes, I'm, I'm loving this person. Yes, I'm feeling this person. But right now, this project takes precedence over me chasing to go get some pussy or me go running to do this. And, me, and generally, those individuals we see as the most successful ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only financially, but even, you know, they have the ability to be able to build a family and actually build a, a lifestyle or whatever. And so, you know, well, sometimes we always want to put them on different scales. Like I said, the emotions are important because they, they add the color to your life, mm-hmm. but, but not the structure. The logic and, and, has the structure. And the thing is like this, logic goes out the window when you're drinking, right? Mm. As mm. a guy, just ask Usher. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know what? That's funny. You're not doing this. That's funny. Quantasia is a lovely young lady. I'm just saying, <laughs> sometimes you when you're drinking <laughs> and you come home with that booger bag. It's 7 o'clock <laughs> on the top. <laughs> and you enjoying the shit too. Like, man, I'm about to tear her big ass and, up. And, <laughs> I'm about to nail her. And it makes sense. My nigga. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, oh, oh. And then you lie the next day like, sense. I left with a bad bitch. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> But you were drunk as no, hell. No, but logically, it's making sense when you're off that oil. you like, Dude, man, I'm about to tell when her you big drunk, damn, she fine. When you're drunk, you shallow howl out there, bro. Like, it's just <laughs> like, And the later it gets in the night, the more your standards go down. And that's for anyone so, across the so board. Wait a minute, wait a like, minute. men and women. You're like, oh, it's getting a little late. I have wait a minute, wait a never... Minute 
not known a dude was trash. I don't care how drunk I am. You went home with a booger bat before. So, I, so everyone has. I've, I've gone I've gone home with a basic nigga before. Here's the thing. But not an ugly When one. you horny as shit and yeah. there's no one <laughs> that you can get to and you get all dressed up and you go out to get that and you don't get it, you come home with the booger bat. <laughs> I remember like there was this guy I know. He 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 had a um, We in the water. Stop singing these he had a, um, He had a thing where he was like between him and his guys, they knew the level of chick that like like when they you, you know how guys got like a rating there, but like oh she's like a five, she's like a ten. He uses times. Oh man, she was like ten thirty. You know, ten thirty PM. What? But if, so like basically saying you know, like to, to Omar's point, the later in the night it gets, the more your standards low. So if you like, yeah, man, 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 he's like, man, I bagged this chick yesterday. Really, man, how she look? Man, she's like 2 a.m. So we know what that means. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, nigga, that's that's smash and dash. Like you on your way out the club, you ain't got nothing. Yeah, let me go ahead and highlight this bitch. It's 2 a.m. You know, if you say 3 or 4 a.m., that's like Quantasia. Oh, Quantasia. <laughs> you know, she's like, like 4.30. Like, she's right, so, right. she a.m. lying ass nigga. But she's she 4.30 a.m. She deserves Skipping IHOP. No, bitch, we're not eating. <laughs> not at all. Not Matter of fact, I'll you. meet you there. Leave the door unlocked. Right. <laughs> Once you leave IHOP, I'll meet you then. Right. Shit. She's a liar. I don't fuck with her anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, Isaac, you mentioned emotions earlier and that they are important. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's steps? What is that? Emotions, boy, shut yeah. up. Um, <laughs> Can you buy those? <laughs> so, do you think that there are steps men should take actively to tap into their emotions better? Mm. Like, should they make this more of a priority for themselves? Yes. Uh, hmm. I, I would say yes. I'm glad to hear that from you, Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think I think men, men, you know, men want to be hard all the time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tough all the time, and 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 Bill Burr made a, a really good joke about this, and he was saying that's why men like fucking go crazy and <laughs> they wake up with they they look up 70 80 years old and they just get that face like and their face is just shaking, shaking and you don't know what's going on with them but he's like it's because men have been taught to push their emotions down right and he's like sometimes it's halloween mm-hmm. and i see the pumpkins at the front of the store and i want to buy a fucking pumpkin <laughs> but it, i have bro. this feeling when i'm gonna go buy somebody somebody's gonna be like what are you a fag oh, no. <laughs> oh you got a fucking carve a little pumpkin you little faggot <laughs> he's like and he doesn't buy the pumpkin <laughs> and so he walks off because he doesn't want to be judged and right. it's like you know, men are just taught to be tough. And, mm-hmm. and I think some men are built for more than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, like a father was considered like the breadwinner. They would come home. They wouldn't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. They would eat their food. The kids would move the fuck out of their way. <laughs> right. They would go to the fucking television. They click the clicker on. Drink they watch beer. a little bit of TV. They drink a couple beers and they fucking go to bed. Right. He doesn't give a fuck about his family. <laughs> and he's like, I provided for you. Mm-hmm. That's all you get. That's it, bro. <laughs> right. That's all I'm doing. And it's like nowadays it's about you connecting. Mm-hmm. The father should be connecting with the child. And I think it's changing, but I think men should be a little more emotional. It's not wrong with being emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think being I think emotional doesn't mean steps. you're a bitch. Right. And it's not. It's not. But but I also think that we are in this weird space now mm-hmm. where because, you know, the floodgates have, have begun to open, you're 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 catching a lot of um 
me and 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 I guess this is just the development of just life, you know. And I'm not one that says that someone should ever depart uh, away from who they are at the core, mm-hmm. but I do feel like we do we are finding people that are and I'm going to say this and I'm going to try to be sensitive with this cuz this isn't even just a man thing. I think this is like a people thing where there's so many different words that are being used to clump us in where all of us are feeling like we all have emotional issues mm-hmm. or we all have mental illness or we all have all of these other things. And it's like we don't. Some of us just need to learn how to endure. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like. Our parents didn't have some of the luxuries that we have now. Their parents didn't have it. Their parents didn't have it. And yet and still, life occurred. Whereas now, it's like the smallest infracture, you know, totally makes people willing to break down. I'm trying to think. It was something I read recently about. What they say? Snowflake? Man, listen. It was something that I read recently uh, where they were talking about how, um, oh, man. Or, or, or was it something I read or someone that I know that works in, in a college? And they were talking about how... They were individuals who I think she was like a guidance counselor or something. Mm -hmm. And there were people that were literally distraught because their roommates was playing their music too loud. And they just emotionally did not know how to handle this. And so it was taking them to this place where they were almost having a nervous breakdown and needed therapy sessions because of their roommate was doing things that and and I'm like, oh, shit, like this is common Everyday dealing with people that may sometimes be inconsiderate or an asshole or whatever, but it's not supposed to Shut tear you down. down. To, it's not supposed. And, and I think that there are some people that are being pacified to such a degree where they aren't learning how to just develop natural coping skills. Do you right. think that comes from everybody being handed a trophy? Mm. Participation. Possibly. Possibly. And, and 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 just and just the pacification of like certain parents mm-hmm. or certain people are like all you know, you want to protect your children so much that you don't understand that nah they they need to fall sometimes. Mm-hmm. They need to get a little bruised up and scuffed up. They need to maybe get into a fight or like like we're we're so busy trying to protect each other from this thing and I, I feel like society is doing that to some degree. Like as much as I don't like Trump, mm-hmm. I also feel that Everything he says isn't a cause for outrage, right? Well, let me ask you a question. Like, like, and, and, and I'm not just like, talking about him. Why are y'all surprised? Why are you we know, stressed out and, and, about and just everybody? Yeah. Like, because 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 Bill Maher talks about that, right? Like how one of the reasons that he believes the Democrats lose is because sometimes we're turning into pussies. Like like we 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 can't take a joke or or everything is a need for you know, a protest. And it's like, yo, there's people in Flint right now still drinking brown water and and we'll have a fucking protest about something that someone said that hurt my feelings. And it's like, Bill Maher saying nigga. That, you know what I'm saying? Was, that was stressful for me. Man, you know, for a lot of people, like he <laughs> but, needs to but be I'm fired ask you a real question. Yeah, it's like, Do you think on, slaves man. dealt with emotional issues? And if so, did they have a doctor to treat them? Nigga, what? Mm. Exactly. I'm just asking a legit question. Exactly. Like, do you think they had ADD? Do you think they had ADD and they like, listen, uh, I can't work today. I think they absolutely had PTSD. And they did. And they did. But do you think they got through it? But do you think they got got through it? They weren't taking medication. Yeah. They weren't having nervous breakdowns. It's it's amazing the strength that you find when you have to. There are some people that did. 
We can't pretend what like do you all think happened this- to them? They were murdered, or did you think they continue with their job? Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you got two choices, boy. <laughs> Listen, I, I am certain or that a lot of people did not survive that. Because I they think they did. Not, because they I think they it. did. I think they survived. Well, well I, th- let me tell you something. We wouldn't be here today if they didn't. The the strength of black people is. So why are black people so weak today? Boy, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to you trying to take Tromar. it? Tromar. <laughs> my God. He on you. He on you and shit. Him and my coworker. I have yeah. ADD. It's like from where my nigga? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust that shit. Yo, your baby right. is just busy. Okay, I mean, God damn it. Right, and and and, and here's here's what's I unique am about feeling that. emotional today. I here's, can't go into work. Here, here's here's what's unique Stay about that. Way. And and if and, your slave master came up he'm like I- i'm sorry you're what <laughs> I-, I master i am emotional i don't think i can i'm taking a personal day i will be taking a personal day now here's oh, the deal. really toby and and here's the deal i'm i'm not I'm, I'm a big advocate of mental health and 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 understanding where you're at and yes. like not ignoring that you know this and, I'm, see, I'm not, and getting therapy and getting you, therapy I'm yes. a, I'm, I am a big fan of that because therapy is like a personal trainer for your brain for that's sure. all it is for Just your a mind check so a little check in and, 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 and honestly I feel like a lot of people end up needing therapy because they don't have those people around them that they can share with sure. that they can open up to and so sometimes you need to have a protected environment where you can share and where someone you know, you know how sometimes you talk to some people and you're sharing some shit that's going on with you and it's almost like they're only waiting for their moment to talk about them. Nobody's actually actively listening. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. So there are some times where you have to go to a professional where it's their job for during that period to just listen to what's going on in your world. And I understand that. Because a lot of times they'll help you figure out what they'll it help is. They'll help you yeah, figure it out. That's it. what they do. Exactly. Their jobs help you get there. Mm-hmm. But in your instance, Isaac, was. Was your issue when you woke up in that bathhouse <laughs> with, the, with the guys and you didn't know how you got there? It's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I need to go talk to somebody about this. There's a lot of Help dudes me figure this shit out. There's a lot of dudes in here. Uh, I want to make certain uh, that uh, nothing happened, right? Okay. No, I, I, li- this, I, I do want to circle back, and I know this may make me the the sensitive woman of this podcast right now. Oh. Uh, however. I thought we was on some naked shit. I thought this was I mean, Miley, talk. but whatever. Oh, okay. Um, this is hood radio, right? <laughs> <laughs> hood radio. <laughs> Actually, no, because Brittany's radio, not here, radio. so there's no way we have hood radio and Brittany, Brittany not here. Exactly right. <laughs> she missed out on this. She missed out on we this. Can, we waited for her to leave to have right. this one. Yeah. Right, exactly. But I, you know, we were talking about slaves. I think what I don't want to, to get lost is, yes, the resilience of black people is unmatched. Like, you know, the strength of, of those people and what they because went through. Because we're the original people. Yes. And it's incredible what they went through. But there are people who did not make it. And and not to say it's okay, but sometimes there's only so much strength that you have. And I respect the, the what they went through as well. And I don't want to make it seem like they weren't strong enough. Like, you don't always have to be strong. No, you don't. But 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 wait a minute. Let me let me let me tap if into you that black, point. You though. do if you black you exactly. Right. You and that's the point are, that I want to make. Yeah. We like I think who was it? Was it uh, Chris Rock? Was it when 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 the uh, doing the nine eleven thing and they and he said they're they're orange alert. 
Mm-hmm. He say black people always been on orange Man. alert. He say we've been on white alert. Like, <laughs> like, we always <laughs> had our, our so, ears so, up. Like, like hey, what's, what's up? up? And so, and so here's the deal. And, and and this is the point that I wanted to make because you're right. I never want to undermine what our ancestors had to go through. Yeah. But I'm going to take this opportunity to go ahead and grandstand and talk a little bit of shit mm. uh, because really what I was talking about about all these people that are, you know, uh, got to take all these days off and, and, every, and they're getting petrified. Mm. I'm speaking primarily to the privileged group mm. of individuals, not black, not us, but these white people mm-hmm. that are all of a sudden petrified about ISIS. Nigga, you live in Alabama and you're worried about ISIS. Yeah. ISIS ain't even coming for you. But see, when you get a lot of people that are you know, are constantly in fear. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, even, you know, um, in Bowling for Columbine, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a awesome little two-minute video that, it was a cartoon that um, Michael uh, Moore did. And it was brilliant. And he talks about, like, you know, how guns became so prevalent in America and, like, why you had all of these white people that moved out to the suburbs and stocked up on guns. And it's like, it's this this completely irrational fear about a minority and it's like dude y'all have been in control since forever and and, and and it's crazy that they live in fear yet we're the ones that have been hunted it's like we're the ones nigga we need protection from y'all but you all are constantly making decisions based upon some irrational fear that doesn't exist so now that it's not on black people now it's on brown people now it's mexicans taking your job or it's people from isis it's muslim and it's like dude at what point do you all just learn to cope? And it's crazy how life has forced black people into positions where we have to deal with the pain. Right. We have to deal with the trials and tribulations. And so as a result, we become 10 times more resilient, mm-hmm. 10 times more capable, 10 times more, you know, willing to deal with stress and discomfort in the whole nine. White people get one mild infracture. You get a man sitting a silent protest mm. and people are incredibly offended right. because how dare he disrespect the flag bitch why does it matter to you right. and we're going to we're going to talk about him while simultaneously ignoring the point that he's making yeah. so forget the innocent or or unarmed black people that are being shot oh let's ignore that a silent protest somehow got you to the point where you're like I'm not going to go even into a sports bar if they're showing the NFL if San Francisco is playing. Are you serious? Right. Like, how, 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 how do you even get to the place where that causes you discomfort? You wouldn't make it one day being black in America. Man. You wouldn't make it one day being black in America if a silent protest brings you to the point of near cataclysmic you know emotional and that's why i'm like yo man like live walk walk one week in our shoes walk one week in our shoes and then let's see how much therapy you need that's why i'm like we need all the therapy in the world them niggas they need uh more trials and tribulations yeah they 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 need to suffer through some shit they need more adversity because they had none they had none i'm gonna tell you something i'm just gonna shed a light on something really quick but first, I want you to say that word again you use. It sounds cataclysmic. Sec- it sounds sexual. <laughs> cataclysmic. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you, know, you got a nice little cataclysmic on me. Oh, God. I'm feeling that. So, man, logic. So, oh, so, like, oh, I was hitting it from the back, right? And I hit the cataclysmic, nigga. And <laughs> I hate you. That's what it sounds like. But what I was going to say is, is, is I think, uh, I think, 
here's the here's the facts, right, about just being black in general in, in America. Like we die early from being right. because we're black. Mm-hmm. Until your people start dying early, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit until they're dying early because of the color of their skin. Right. Y'all, y'all need to come over Omar's for White Guilt Week. As a matter of fact. If you come to my house, I have White Guilt Week. We watch every slave movie. And I hope you feel the way I feel by the end of the week. And then we can start moving and then we have progress. And then we're going to have a deep conversation at the end. You know what I'm because at Absolutely. the end of the week. Make you feel. After I've been drinking. Right, right. Because at the end of the week, because at the end of the week, you're gonna feel black, <laughs> <laughs> and you like, you're gonna be like, we need to make change. Right. <laughs> okay, y'all. I'm gonna pivot a little bit. Men use logic and reason to justify cheating. Mm. Obviously, no, we don't. Uh, okay. We just cheat. Right. We ain't, okay. ain't no justification. Ain't no justification. You gotta logic. justify. You gotta justify breathing. <laughs> Men use oxygen to justify breathing. Yeah. No, they use oxygen to breathe. Here's the thing: there's no logic behind cheating. It's opportunity, right? Okay. It's just like men think like this when it comes to cheating. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm in a bar. I see a suitcase with ten million dollars in it. Mm-hmm. It's not my money, but I'm going to walk out with it. <laughs> And I'm a successful businessman. <laughs> I go to jail. There was no logic behind that. It was just like, hey, opportunity. Okay, what what went through your mind? Like, what made you do it, though? When you know that you had something valuable already, why would you take that chance? Because we're men, we're conquerors. The opportunity for more. We are natural explorers. We want everything. It's like, yes, we have America, but now we want the rest of the country. <coughs> You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> World Bank. <laughs> Look, I just, I feel like the... the That's the, that. There's no logic behind it. Well, no, it, 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 it is a little bit of logic. Um, You're saying there's logic behind men cheating. It is. Uh, so fucking your secretary, there's logic in that. It is. Well, What's he established a relationship with this. Well, well, okay, so here it is. Um, it's, it, it comes down to, because, okay, when you talk about logic... And I'm about to sound like this guy, but th- the reality of it is, is um, the way that relationships are set up are actually illogical. And so a logical man has a hard time fitting in a system or an apparatus that's illogical, right? Um, I can give a million analogies to get people to understand how doing the same thing your entire life eventually leads to either boredom or just monotony, right? But then somehow this nuclear marriage where you're having sex to the same person for your entire life and believing that somehow you can keep it fresh and keep it new and somehow you can still keep your, um, your, your, your sexual drive while doing the exact same thing all the time, somehow we make that logical. And it's not, right? And so what ends up happening is once we all, men and women, buy into this illogical system, we do one of two things. We either totally give into it, in which case you start to notice that like your drives start to diminish and other things, or you say, all right, what ways can I cheat the system? What ways can I supersede these illogical rules? It's almost like Lakeshore Drive. Mm -hmm. You're on Lakeshore Drive, 
but Lakeshore Drive has a speed limit of 45, yet it's four lanes in wide open. Why is this shit not 55 or 65 because like most expressways? It's not an expressway. But, but, but it's built like an expressway. You feel what I'm saying? It's built like an expressway. There are no stoplights, but the speed limit is 35 or There's 45, a right? a shit ton of stoplights. So it's, no, it's not. I not see, on, on Lakeshore Drive. You know when, what? I'm going to hate to not do not this. Not you going down. But that the, analogy makes it is. no fucking it is. sense. It is. You just said to us, you, this is what you said to us, the people in the room and to America, let me tell you something. Why is the toaster in the kitchen? The toaster can easily be in the front room. It's still a room. They're both with walls. So no. a toaster is a toaster. No. I'm saying I'm and if saying you could put bacon in a toaster. Which I think you probably could if you was creative. Point I'm trying to make is is, is we set up a system that it, it's almost like they're setting up the system for you to break it. They're setting up the system for you to break it. And 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 I think that and when people break it, we act surprised. You Here's know what the thing, I'm but let me. I, I'm, I'm just because from a biological play perspective, it does not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because you went the opposite of what I was saying. So my question to you is, why get in a relationship if you're gonna cheat? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying it has nothing to do with the the rules. It has to do with everything you as a person. That's why I said there's no logic to cheating. Well, no, 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 no. Because there is logic. What I'm getting at is that I think that there are certain like tenets of relationship that makes a lot of sense. I think sometimes. The 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 mandates that we place on on human sexual expression is what's unrealistic. I get that. I think but building I'm a saying, family makes sense. I think commitment makes sense. I think saying I get that. Oh, because think about it. I get generally that, cheating is when we question, say sex, right? But, no, but, it could be going to lunch with your coworker. See, according to some women, exactly. No, 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 not just no. that. Because for some women, actual it is actual emotional cheating. There is actual emotional cheating. But see, but see, and see, and see. What that about to fantasies? Me, can see, you have fantasies me, of? But see, that to me, that I think cheating? is because it, it, it should be. Fantasy? A fantasy of of you and yeah. someone else outside of your wife or husband like should Jessica be considered Alba. cheating. Like yeah. Jessica Alba, if you have that, fantasies that's about emotional Alba. cheating. No, it isn't. Because think about it. Okay, if I why form, because it's unrealistic that you'll never meet him or no, it's that that person doesn't even know it's ha- it's not it's not a two way street. Well, when you're a fantasy an, is it could be a one way street. Though. It's a one way street. That's right. why it's not cheating. But an emotional relationship with someone where you feel the same intimacy that you would feel even if you're not having sex with them, that is cheating. See, so but me, and, and but that's what I'm getting at, though, is that I feel like that's unrealistic because I feel like us as humans who interact with people mm-hmm. on a constant basis, we can't control that. You no, can't no, no. control who you are going to no, develop. You can have an emotional relationship with someone, but when you have an intimate relationship with someone, so what's 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 the difference between intimate and emotional? I have without sex, right? So a half a half. No, like, okay, I have emotional relationships with men like um, my my cousin, Patrick. He's not my biological cousin, but he you know, I have an emotional relationship with him. I would talk to him about a lot of things and I adore and I love him. And I think he's one of the most amazing men I've ever met. Is this nigga listening to the podcast? I don't know. Shout out. He would never I would never have sex with him. Okay, so that's an emotional relationship. An intimate one is. Say it was that same scenario with him, 
And it was someone that I was attracted to. And we started to have conversations that were inappropriate, that were dependent on one another. Like at this point, like I need to talk to you about what's going on with me. Like it, there is a difference. I hear you calling. Here I come, baby, to save you. Oh. Who was that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that sounds familiar. Right, <laughs> Your body's calling me. So, <laughs> rapist Kelly. So, so hey. <laughs> Michelle Obama said, "Bring our girls back, R. Kelly." It's just a little <laughs> service Shut announcement. Shut but up. to the point, to the point that you were just making, though. Like, okay, so when we start to talk about, you know, the levers between what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, and the whole nine, right? Like. Okay, so first and foremost, that generally only applies if it's a male woman type of a thing. Sure. A woman can have that with another woman, yes. right? First off, it's hard for a man to have that with another man. We've already distinguished that that men right. generally don't share that. relation. I mean, don't share emotions. Yep. And this is what I've talked about for a long time, that because of the fact that men stereotypically don't have this outlet with other men, we only experience that with other women. Okay. You see what I'm saying? But women, a- women get the benefit. Mm-hmm. Of having multiple emotional, you know. Connections. Connections, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I think there's a fine line between what's considered intimate and what's considered emotional. I agree with that. But women can women have multiple outlets to be able to share this. Men get one, which is either your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have or other people homie. that we can, you know. Generally, we don't have it with our homies like that. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean like your homie. Nigga, get your ass out of here. So, so because of that, so because of that, there are you know times, with the fellas, there are times guys where night. you find. Uh, <laughs> See, <laughs> that was a skit. You know, uh, bada bada bada. Do you remember that shit with? Uh, uh, I think it was Key and Peel. Anyway, uh, but you shout know, out to Key and Peel. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Point I'm making is Random. is that you know sometimes because because a lot of times when we hear about like. Um, uh, emotional infidelity and things of that nature or, wh- or whatever. That's a guy who's formed another emotional connection with another woman outside of whoever is considered to be, you know, mm-hmm. his his main person. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is that while we're looking at that as though that's something that's so inappropriate, right, that's also something that's very natural. So that, that goes back to the same point that I made is that it wasn't his intention to say, oh, let me go cheat. He was a human doing a very human thing. And he forged, Lord forbid, another emotional connection with another human being that just happened to be of the opposite sex. But once we start to set these levers and these rules up that says, no, don't do that. Essentially, we are being punished for something that's very natural. And so that goes to the point that I was saying when I said that the system is built in a way that doesn't make sense as it relates to human interaction because I, I can't but, but determine who I'm going to have a... But my challenge... Who, who I'm going to click with. But my challenge wasn't about that. My challenge was about nothing is logical about I'm getting ready to hit it and quit it and I'm married. Like, or buying a hooker or whatever it is. Like, you just want to smash. There's no logic behind that. That's why it's called smash. <laughs> <laughs> You're not trying to date this person. You just want to smash and be out. Like, there's no emotional connection. This is an opportunity. You're here. I'm here. We're 
this is a man logic. It's just like, I'm a guy, you're a girl, your husband's not here, my wife's not here, we can make this happen, <laughs> you and I, hey, we're traveling people, <laughs> like, we're here now, we've both been drinking, like, there's no logic behind that. I've been in plenty of situations where I'm traveling and a woman's just aggressively coming after me and she's married and I'm just like, you need to relax. But this will happen. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to relax. (laughs) And and there's no logic behind it. It's no logic. And it's like, I don't, I'm not going to email this person next week. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, we should grab lunch soon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it happened. Yeah. Let it go. (laughs) There is no emotion or attachment. You just been got. All right. I got you. You got me. Yeah, I I have a hard time with this whole but subject. But I think I think it's up to you to decide. But I think there's no logic in cheating. I don't. I, I just cuz I think when you're cheating, you're not thinking. I look at cheating like jacking off. Like <laughs> like when you're beating your meat. And you telling me that there's no logic in beating your meat? <laughs> there's no logic like a, behind please. because you know the Lord is watching, but you do it. In, <laughs> I can really 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 Really? No, the, the Lord movie. invented beating your meat. And he wouldn't have gave thing. us this if we wasn't supposed to use it. Here's the thing is, it. guys get caught beating off, and that's why you know there's God no logic lotion. in it. Because, God invented lotion. Because your wife comes in and is like, how are we going through so much lotion so fast? And you're always ashy. <laughs> so you got the smoothest penis on the planet. It's <laughs> your penis, your penis is moisturized. Your penis look like a penis of an 18-year-old. You're like, nigga, you are 80. Why does your penis why look like it's 80? And why the front of your balls so smooth, but the back are wrinkled as shit? <laughs> I hate y'all. I am not supposed to be a part of this conversation. Hey, you started. I did. I did. But what I I do want to know, Isaac, to your point, um, if a guy has a woman that he has created this, quote, emotional relationship with Mm -hmm. and not what you would consider intimate, if she... If if all of a sudden he is now neglecting his wife and children or whatever for this woman and justifies it that... I'm not sleeping with her, but all of a sudden you're, you're no longer at dinner. You're no longer spending time with your wife. You're no longer like, you're literally taking this woman on dates and sharing all of the intimate details of your life with her. You don't find that to be inappropriate in the wrong type of emotional relationship that somebody should be in. So, okay. So first off inappropriate, that word, bothers me i know it does you know what i mean but you know what it um means. no because 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 i think that okay i'll put it like this there are a lot of people that are living appropriate lives that end up committing suicide there are a lot of people who live lives that are considered inappropriate and they are living incredibly fulfilling lives that are speaking to to what it is that that they personally need Okay, you know what no, I'm saying? No, no. Then let and me so, tell so, it so, down so, because so, let's not say inappropriate. Like, it, right, because appropriate. Fine, fine. We don't have to use it appropriate, but it Because could people be, felt like Colin Kaepernick's right, I protest that. was I inappropriate. It's subjective. Let's just exactly. say that the, the behavior is clearly hurting your wife and making her cry. Like she knows you have a relationship with someone else. The fact that no sex is involved it is irrelevant to her. It hurts her. She knows it's happening. She doesn't know what you're doing, but it's hurting her. So to get back to the question, you said 
what was what was the 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 actual you were you were saying that you know people in general should have the um should have emotional relationships with others and men no, very I'm, well, rarely well, i'm not even i'm not even just going to the point of saying what they should do i'm saying that it's natural sure. for that to happen right okay. now now let me okay so i'm i'm going to answer this question but i'm going to answer it by shooting a parallel right <clears throat> i got a lot of great friends I have a lot of like that is the gift that I have. I have amazing friends. There are times where during this particular season, I may find myself clicking up and hollering and hanging with Omar real strong. There may be another season, though, where me and Omar are still close and we communicate. But life, for whatever reason, has pulled me into a space where me and Ray is hanging and, and we're probably going out more often than me and O. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't an intentional thing or a slight towards Omar to be like, hey, you've been demoted. Life pulled me over here. And I'm 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 it's almost like I'm on a sailboat and I'm allowing the wind to carry me into this new area. It doesn't mean that I don't respect this. It just means that life Those isn't are built, though. That's different. Well, no, no, no. They're relationships. See, see. And that's what I'm getting at. We start to throw these these terms. And because this is your wife, we forget that it's still a relationship. And me and my wife have a friendship as well. So mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, like and, and, and we when you talk about a marriage, especially one that's going to last throughout years, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's going to have its ups and downs. It's going to have I its valleys. It's going to have its peaks. So maybe me and my wife during this period are at one of our valleys. So it doesn't mean that we get divorced. It doesn't mean that something is wrong. It just means that for whatever reason during this season, we are not as connected as we normally are. You but know what I'm saying? But in the scenario and so, I gave you, you still think that that's... Well, well, no, 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 but no, 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 but because because you played out a scenario and you said sex wasn't involved, but basically for whatever reason, because because I can also add some other specifics that even share why me and my wife aren't a hundred percent at that one hundred space, but me and this other person, maybe we're coworkers and we're both working on some big project. So she and I now have a whole lot more in no, common I specifically and a whole said lot he was more taking her on dates. Well, okay, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 going away from that because I mean like, yeah, we can paint a scenario where yeah, the guy is clearly being a dick, mm-hmm. right? But then I'm saying that there also exist scenarios where you and your wife aren't communicating or you all aren't as much on the same page as the husband and you know, the work friend or the whatever. It doesn't no, mean that I that's permanent. That. It means that that's a part of life. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden the man is made to feel like this is something that is so abnormal and, oh, man, well, why did you get married? And, oh, y'all need to do this. And it's like, no, this is what life is. You know what I'm saying? And when we deny that and we can't have an open and honest conversation about it, it's what leads to us going into the shadows or us feeling guilty or us even sometimes divorcing because we don't understand that humans grow not only at different rates, but sometimes we don't always grow together the same way. You know what I'm saying? And so like that's 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 the only point that I'm trying to say is that the shit is a lot more various levels of gray Mm -hmm. than it is black and white. And and anytime cheating or infidelity comes into the picture, it always turns into this black or white thing where it's like a man in some dark alley with a crackhead or (laughs) with his secretary. And it's like, yo, like when, when when we paint that picture like that, we, we, we negate the ability to have an open and honest conversation about 
what human interaction has become in 2017. Because it's not like it used to be. We all got Facebook. We got Twitter. We are connected to a shit ton of people. And we need to start augmenting the rules a little bit if marriage is going to exist. Because marriage in 2017 can't look like how marriage looked in 1917. Isaac, look at it like this. It can't. It can't. Let me be honest with you. Cheating is cheating. I'm not saying cheating is bad. I'm not saying <laughs> cheating is good, but let's be honest: cheating is cheating. But that's what I'm saying. We gotta. We have to define what's cheating. We have to define what's cheating. Spade. You know what it because is. Because there's no. Because to some people, cheating is just sex. It, no, you can you can be friends with whoever you want. Don't fuck another bitch. Someone are like, yo, I don't mind if you fuck some random but chick when you was on the business the, uh, trip, but don't care the thing. about her. I'll, I'll explain to you when it's cheating. When the other person doesn't know that you're doing it. Mm. And, and, and you okay. made the decision for them. It's mm. just like if I cheated you out of $20 and you didn't know. <laughs> you'd be pretty pissed off if you found out about it, wouldn't you? Versus me just saying, hey, can I get $20? <laughs> Simple logic. <laughs> okay, so cheating is if the other person doesn't know about it. Okay. All right, I, I, can, see, I can get on see, board with that. I can get on board with that. Mm-hmm. I can get on board with that. And the reason I can get on board with that is because now we're talking about two people that are defining their own rules of how their exactly. relationship operates. If, yeah. if exactly. you go to someone that's like, what hey, I don't like. Yeah. I, I want to sleep like with other like people. Be, we want to do our thing. Hey, that's your arrangement. Yeah. But if it's you're like doing it behind their back, you sneaking out to go on picnics with this random. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because they may, they may be on board. Way to tap back into the conversation with some with some dope shit. I will give you that. Some wisdom comes out of my mouth. I will give you that. All right. Every two years, wisdom comes out of my mouth. It's like an eclipse this year. Yeah. You get the full totality in two years. Well, um, just like last week, we did have another listener write in. Um, oh shit! She asked for some advice. So, oh, this should be fun. Yeah, since uh, I got the men here, it may be um, you know timely. So, mm. backdrop about me: I've been in a relationship for five years. I'm 38. He just turned 31 yesterday. His family does not like me because I'm older than him, and I have three children, and he has none. Today, for the second time, my boyfriend told me he thinks we should go our separate ways. I seemed to talk him out of it, but now I'm confused. I'm not sure if I should just let him go again, and I'm looking for guidance. Mm. Yep. Oh, heavy. I sense deprivation here, but... Deprivation in what way? Like, there's some deceit some sort but what I would say is that I think if someone wants to leave you let them leave that's just my yeah. honest answer. like you can't force someone to stay and mm-hmm. no matter how much you care about them if someone wants to leave you you know they're gonna leave and and sometimes people say that in a threatening way mm-hmm. but I think if they are just saying that to get you to do something you have to let them know you like it's fine if we go through an issue or have a problem, mm-hmm. but don't threaten me. Yeah. You know, like, if we're having an issue, let's work that out. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me you're going to leave me because, you know, that's something that will hurt me the most. Yeah. And stay here. But if you want to leave, if you truly want to leave, then go. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. 
But if you want to be here and we're having issues, let's just work it out. But don't use those words with me because they're hurtful. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't want someone to say, say to you, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, like we're supposed to be building this thing together and, and, and you're just one day you're frustrated and you're just like, you know what? I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine Michael Jordan, like, you know, game six at the beginning and just say, listen, y'all don't want to do this way. I'm out. <laughs> and he just walk off. You're like, wait a minute. We were, we're about to do something big here. <laughs> and you know, and, and that's how it feels. And, and, and I can say me as a male person in a relationship, I'm quick to walk away and I do mean it. Like yeah, when I say I'm going to walk away, mm-hmm. like if I feel like I'm, I'm in a situation that, you know, is, is not the best situation for me. Like when I say it, I mean it. Mm-hmm. I don't send threats <laughs> or empty, empty threats. Like I'm probably going to leave if I say <laughs> it. And, and, and my advice is if, if you think the guy's capable of doing that, you Let might want to show him the door. Like, yeah. hey, like, if you don't want to be here, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And I want to just scale it back in terms of relationship. Like, it, it, I, I think I would take out the whole kid scenario. If that stuff is coming up in conversations constantly, mm-hmm. I know that could be frustrated. Like, if you have kids, like, you knew what you were getting into when you met me. Yeah. So you, they shouldn't hang that over your head. And your family has nothing to do with your relationship because they you're, start, you're starting a new relationship. You're starting a new family. Mm-hmm. Your family has nothing to do with what's going on in your house, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's okay to listen to what your family has, has to say mm-hmm. or his family has to say, but that is not the... the that does not determine your future for your household because their opinion is not going to pay the bills in your household. They're not going to raise your kids. They're not going to make sure you guys stay together and and be happy. So face value their opinion. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, you keep it moving. So I, I wouldn't, I, I hate the fact that people think because you have kids, you, you have no worth in the dating world. Mm -hmm. Cause guess what? Angelina Jolie had like 50 kids. She had, she had one kid, from Africa. nigga. She had one when she got one. Don't with tell me Kate plus eight ain't hitting her back blown out. <laughs> that, like, that was their kids together. These I'm are the just worst saying, examples. Like, I'm, but no, they're single. Don't think they people are, are going to yes. date them. Like, right. They have just as much, much worth in the dating world, if not more. Like, mm-hmm. Because not everybody wants kids and... Not everybody wants to go through that, but I, I don't. I, I don't like when people think because they have kids, they because the, me personally, before I ever had a kid, I always dated women with kids. Mm-hmm. I think they made the best bologna sandwiches. <laughs> Just in general, like, damn, did you put turkey and cheese on this shit? <laughs> and the lettuce and the, the tomatoes. <laughs> shit, I hate you. I had one girl make me. A, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys the story really quick. I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And this girl I met on the bus, she bring, brings me to her house, and no one's at home, and we go at it. Pat, 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 pat. Going crazy. Story. Going crazy on me, right? And I'm like, I'm 16 years old. Like, oh, my God. That was amazing. She jump up, grabs a towel. Watch, 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 watch. It's like, I'll be back. She comes back with a sandwich. 
best sandwich you ever best had. Best sandwich I ever had. <laughs> it was cut in the middle. Oh. Mm. And I say, wait a minute, the diagonal or? <laughs> straight up and down. It was straight, straight up and down. down. Uh, okay. It was straight up and down because I was a, she wanted to treat me like a man. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I thought about it like, I was 16 years old. I said, no one ever has done that for me. Like, she made me a sandwich and I didn't even ask for one. Right. And she brought out the wash rag. That's probably the and first time the you had rag. a chick that like, brought the wash rag. Change the game. I'm telling you, guys. From this point forward, forward, if they ain't bringing out wash rags and making you sandwich, they, you like, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't real. This it ain't, ain't real. real. This ain't I'm going to tell you, the women with the children know how to take care of you because they understand mm. what a wash rag is. Mm. And they understand what a sandwich should taste like. Mm. <laughs> Thank That's you, Omar. Advice. That was great advice. I don't know. I said, you go ahead. Go ahead. I, you oh, no. No, I don't. I think he just handled that. He, he shit. It out. Right, he right. <laughs> he just won the game on that one. <laughs> Shout out to the ladies with kids. Right. With, with nice wash rags and, and bread and, <laughs> and bread and bologna and in the bread and bologna in the fridge. I'm you know what's you. funny? We talked about wash rags on an earlier episode. We did. It was a different situation. It was. It um, was. Another Capricorn. Is this something with Capricorns and wash rags? <laughs> perhaps. Strong possibility. Um, Isaac, do you have an opinion tonight? Oh goodness. You know I have tons of opinions um of course once again i will keep this brief okay uh you know we find ourselves once again mired in a lot of controversy that is still surrounding colin kaepernick and Uh just everything that is going on um but i had a thought recently and listen I've already shared on a previous podcast how I felt about it as it relates to not only my, you know, serious and strong love and respect for Colin Kaepernick, him standing up for it. Like he basically laid on the grenade and he knew what he was doing when he did it. Um, I still believe firmly that his reason for not being picked up isn't a direct repudiation to what he was protesting. But several other factors that may have come into play that I think sometimes those of us that aren't in the game, that aren't owning teams or whatever, that we don't experience, you know. So I I still stand by that. Um, However, uh, I had a thought recently that it just hit me out of the blue and I had to text my friends and I'll share with you all now because it came as a surprise and I started to realize Oh, shit. I think, am I the only one that's realized this? And what I started to kind of feel was we are dangerously teetering into a space where the actual reason of why he made the ultimate sacrifice is being overshadowed by the fact that he has not been picked up by a team. Now, let's expound on this for a moment. He was making a silent protest and his protest had to deal with with the fact that there are unarmed African-Americans and people of color that are being shot and killed by law enforcement at disproportionate rates to their white counterparts who were committing similar crimes. That was why he felt, I'm going to take this knee because I don't want to pledge allegiance to a flag and all the things that America is supposed to represent if I feel like America is not representing me And the people that look like me. And so I love and respect him greatly for that. However, many of the protests that are occurring right now are occurring because people 
are upset by the fact that no team has picked him up. So right now, the movement has become more. We need to get Colin a new job. We need to get Colin on some team and not the actual purpose for his protest. Now, I'm all down for us bolstering him. I'm all down for us putting him on our shoulders and hoisting him and honoring him for the sacrifice that he's made. He is the soldier that literally laid on the grenade. He sacrificed his livelihood and how much money he was making because he wanted to make a point. And he knew when he was making that point what it may lead to. I don't want us to lose sight of what the actual message was. I don't want us to lose sight on who we really should be directing our frustrations at. Right now, the NFL has become the enemy. Right now, the NFL has become, you know, the villain. And the NFL was never supposed to be the villain. It was supposed to be the system. It was supposed to be law enforcement as it exists in 2017. Right now, we totally don't give a shit about law enforcement. We got an issue with Roger Goodell. Right now, if Colin Kaepernick gets picked up by some bullshit-ass team and he sits on the bench for 16 games, we will feel as though we've won some type of moral victory. When really, we haven't. When really, people are still being shot at disproportionate rates, right? Like, these are the things that I want us to be able to focus on. I don't want the sacrifice that he's made to be in vain because we now feel some type of slight at the NFL. Let's be real. If we really just want to break this shit down, yeah, these billionaire owners are still making a shit ton of money. But let's not pretend like the NFL is still not employing a shit ton of African-Americans, who are making millions of dollars, who have incredible influence that they would not have if the NFL did not exist. Point I'm trying to make, let's not make NFL, uh, we don't have to put them on some platform, but let's not make it seem like they're the enemy. Let's not put them on the same level that we're putting law enforcement and law enforcement's treatment of African-Americans. Because if we got to put the two on a side-by-side analysis, the NFL has done a whole lot more for African-Americans than the law enforcement industrial complex has done for African-Americans. So while we are busy protesting out in front of NFL's uh, headquarters, that's cool, but don't take your eyes off the prize. Like, because if we do that, then we've just fallen for the banana in a tailpipe. That's what we've done. If we get caught up on the bullshit and we don't continue to still utilize our voices and utilize our influence on actually pushing forward an agenda that makes everyone aware of why he was kneeling, then we've lost the game before it's even begun. And that's just my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed. Please follow us on all of our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the Tequila Tales. Omar, are you about to troll me right now? 
Nope. <laughs> Just giving dirty looks. Um, head to our YouTube channel for all of our uh, really cool videos. You can hear other people's opinions at the live shows. Uh, look up The Tequila Tales. And then go to thetequilatales.com for all information regarding upcoming live shows that will be in your city. If you have any questions or you are also looking for advice that you want us to cover, um, send us a, a message, info at thetequilatales.com. And we will see you all next week. <laughs>